Warning, this episode contains foul language, discussions of suicide and murder, and the greatest high school mascot of all time. The podcast for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, creepy, sticky, gross, scary, and everything in between. Each week we sit down with our friends and we chat about something weird. And this week is certainly no exception. This is an episode we've been excited to record all freaking year or longer. I know all of you listeners have had a bridge in your town that a mother threw her baby over <laughs> or a teenager who was murdered when she was babysitting or an escaped mental patient who killed a bunch of people 40 years ago. Today we're talking about urban legends. Yay! What are they? How are they created? What's the true story behind them and how have they evolved over the centuries? A little bit of a bummer today. Lauren is actually not going to be joining us. She has a super secret project that she's working on that we will be announcing very soon, but still a bummer. Womp womp. But that's okay because we've got two freaking guests today anyway. Hello. (laughs) Ladies and germs, please welcome return guests from episode 31. Oh, for Pete's sake, Pete and Scott. Hello. And don't forget mine, too. And dolls, of course. Well, you were on Oh, for Pete's sake. (laughs) I was. You were. You were the commentary. Yes. I was the Andy Richter of that episode. You were the Andy Richter of the episode. Exactly. (laughs) So, oh, for Pete's sake, we actually kind of did urban legends as well, didn't we? But it was like internet urban legends. Yes. Now we're doing... Real life, real world urban legends. From the wild. From the wild. Mm -hmm. Flesh and blood, Mm -hmm. literally. (laughs) So we actually, it was you and I that wanted to, Scott, that wanted to do this episode because we love the movie Urban Legend (laughs) so goddamn much. Yes, I Um, was, (laughs) um, when I was looking through my notes, I just put it on the background. It's a movie that... Underrated. Underrated. It's well. aged interesting. <laughs> like we, we, Pete and I well. get into in-depth conversations about how goddamn ridiculous this movie is. I, yeah, it's perfect in every way. I have some notes about the movie. Urban <laughs> Good. We're actually gonna at, at the end of the episode, we are going to talk about the movie Urban Legends and how perfect it is. Right, Pete? Mostly just because I don't believe that Jared Leto would be friends with any of those people. No, because he's a freaking <laughs> angel sent from uh. God. He's the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen in that movie. Yeah. I like to think that's that peak Jared Leto, peak like hotness. Leto. That's peak, like cute well, boy. It was right before he did dreamy Club angel too. face. So yeah. it was right before he like right really before? kickstarted. Like, yeah, his I feel like back. I saw Fight Club first. I saw Fight. Well, no, because I saw Urban Legend when I was a kid. But I don't like. I was a kid. So I like I to think it. if um if he was on a press junket and somebody asked him about the twenty year like. Urban legend anniversary. I would like to think that Jared would just say, "I don't know what you're talking like, about." I'm sorry, he would probably sorry, play like, "I don't, movie? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about." I actually, I truly, forgot. I'm unfamiliar. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that piece of work. I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> That's oh, true. Oh, Jared, call Jared, us. You're welcome on the call, show anytime. Call us. We know where you live. You live in that weird airplane bunker. 
He does. He yeah, lives, he lives in he like lives that weird Canyon. military. That's place. another urban legend. With your friend, too. everybody yeah, knows. Yeah. Everybody's got a story yeah, about Jared Leto's things. house. Yeah, <laughs> and also Jared Leto is one of those people in Los Angeles that everyone's somewhat like four removed from him. Like everyone knows somebody that knows somebody. Oh, you that know knows somebody him. that knows somebody yeah. because I ran into him and had a very intimate encounter with him at uh, the Troubadour at a hum show. That's right, everybody. The band Hum. Look them up. <laughs> Look they them up were immediately. Minor celebrities in the late nineties had one song and they could be classified as math rock. Yeah, you heard that. Stop. Math rock, that's a thing. Did they sing I would walk five hundred miles, miles and I would walk five hundred no, no. <laughs> just to be the man if who I saw Jared a Leto thousand miles they count. At a proclaimer show. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell that story to everybody Did that I you, first meet. Hello. You met Jared Leto. How was it? Was he nice? Okay. It was weird because... All right. Well, um, that's a shocker. The band was like uh, kind of a nerdy, kind of an underground band. Like a lot of my musician friends were super into them. And so I went to go see this show and all the musician dudes were like, yes, hum. Like they're amazing. And after the show ended, we stuck around because all the like nerd guys wanted to have their like fanboy moment. For sure. With the band. So I went and I was like, who cares? Like they're fun, but I'm not that into it. So I just like plop myself on the edge of the stage and put my foot up on a scaffolding and kind of sat there as my friends were waiting around and uh someone walks towards me and starts looking around on the stage it's jared leto but like right where i am like the whole stage is empty and he's like looking around like trying to get behind me and i'm like do you need me to move and he's like looking at the set list he's like oh no i just want to see the set list so i ripped it off the stage and gave it to him i was like here's the set list <laughs> You can have it. And it's like, oh, cool. Thank you. And he took it. He walked away. And that was it. Uh, what <laughs> color was his hair? I want to say it was like natural, like brown, natural brown, sandy blonde. That's the most boring yeah. Jared Leto. Yeah. It was that time. It was literally like I want like either ice blonde eight. or I want yeah. Joker green. Sure. I don't want anything in between. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are the only Lettos I <laughs> allow in my life. Well, it was pre-edgy. Leto. It was still very much like Angel Face. Not I'm yet. sure they were making music, but I don't think they had no, like... No, they weren't like put anything yet. out yet. Yeah. So, first of all, I guess we should chat about where urban legends come from. All urban legends are, are a modern form of folklore or mythology. So, just like the Greeks had stories of the gods and heroes that warned them of consequences of vanity and greed, and the Brothers Grimm wrote cautionary tales about listening to your parents and not trusting strangers, all an urban legend is, by definition, is a tale, legend, or story that is usually fictional, but often presented as true with unknown origins. Well, today we're tracking down the origins, or trying to. Also, I wanted to mention a movie that everyone should check out. It used to be on Netflix. I think it's on Prime. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. called Killer Legends. Did you see Killer Legends? No, I thought you were going to say Cropsy, though. Well, it is. It's the same people that did Cropsy. Oh, okay. It's I, their I second Cropsy. documentary. Oh, okay. And Cropsy was an urban legend yeah. documentary yeah. as well. It's about the hook. Yes. Well, it's about a, a you know, a... a an escape, An escape mental patient, patient exactly. Yeah. But um, it, it was sort of like a lesser known, unless you're born on sure. Staten very Island. Very specific to it was, that. It was very like region. New Jersey mom saying, yeah. like, you, you better be home, you better by, be home by lights or out. The cropsy is going to get you. That was one of the scariest trailers I had seen. I don't know if I, I saw, ever the, saw trailer the trailer and I, I was like, like played it on Netflix. F this movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> Side of the old Sunset Five when I first moved here. <laughs> I am um, so Killer Legends, same guy okay. and girl duo, that duo, mm-hmm. and you'd love it if you like Cropsey because um, they actually tell you the origin stories of the most famous urban legends. So you, they tell you the uh, origins of Lovers Lane, like oh, the wow. original, like yeah. Lovers Lane slangs, the babysitter, the phone call coming from inside the house. That was an actual thing that happened that started the urban oh, legend. Goodness. Killer clowns, like why people are afraid of clowns. <laughs> and the Candyman legend, like razor blades oh, wow. and poison yeah. and candy. Like where all these legends originally stemmed from. Sure. It's really good. They do such a good job about it. My mom was very much... Had to inspect the candy, had to inspect yeah. every piece. Oh, God. Like, she was I like, I think my mom did that out. just so that she could take some. Sure. But, yes. <laughs> oh, my parents didn't care at all. No, my mom and my grandma, like, <laughs> if. Your parents were like, oh, if it happens, it happens. If there was, like, uh, a local hospital emergency room that would have, like, x rayed the candy, she would have taken it. Like, <laughs> she would have been like, we're going. If she worked at the airport, we got, yeah, been, we, we got to go to TSA. We're going to put the candy through the machine. <laughs> yeah. I oh man one of our I don't think it was one of our neighbors I think it was one of the times we went to like a nice neighborhood for candy um, for trick-or-treating they gave us these like immaculately like they were uh, caramel popcorn balls Mm, and mm -hmm. they were homemade clearly big big no no no, yeah clearly they were homemade they're wrapped in cellophane with like a beautiful ribbon and just like the cellophane like was so enticing and as a child i just looked at it and it was just this perfect confection and i love caramel corn and i was like holy crap and i feel like my grandma took it out of my hand and was like nope nope guess <laughs> like, what you're never eating this and i was like but we got it from the nice neighborhood <laughs> rich people never poison children poison children huh? yeah they only kill their husbands <laughs> <laughs> So today we're actually going to be talking about some much more obscure urban legends and their origin stories. Um, and actually, we we have kind of an interesting way that we are going to structure this episode. So we've got stories from California. Cal- uh, did you hear I said that? California. California. We got California. <laughs> we've got Colorado, right? Montana. 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 Do you have Colorado? Why did I? Where did I get Colorado? Okay, so have, we have. I have the state of Montana on my arm. California, Montana, and Illinois, and sure. Arkansas randomly. Arkansas, yeah. So we're actually going to be taking a, a little road trip. We're starting in <laughs> California and we're ending in Illinois. There and you go. Arkansas is going to be in there somewhere because we can't figure out where it is. And if you have any urban legends from Colorado, go ahead and write us. Yeah, go ahead and write us. <laughs> I could have swore you had like a Colorado Springs story. Maybe Lauren had one no. that she was going to do. I don't remember. I knew something was going on in Colorado sure. and it was dangerous. Scurry. <laughs> And it was scary. <laughs> so scary. Pete's going to start us off in California. All right. Um, I went to a haunted high school. That's amazing. What? Yeah. Uh, so I went to an all boys Catholic high school. Oh, wow. Um, it's very old. It was built in 1925. It's called Cathedral High School. The full name now is Cathedral College Preparatory High School. Like I said, it was built in 1925. It's uh, run by Christian Brothers. Parts of the old school that are left are the brothers' residence. There's a big like mansion on the back of the school yeah. that the brothers all live in. Supposedly, I'd never been down there, but in theory, my uncles that went there and several people that have gone 
that are a little bit older than me talk about the brother's house and how in the cellar they would make uh, brandy, the Christian brothers brandy. Uh, they would make it down there as well. But um, the school is built over a cemetery. Ooh. Like legit like for real? was built over a cemetery. Why would they, why would they do so, that? So, okay. <laughs> so prior to the school they being there. They just really wanted a good haunting. Yeah, well, yeah. Later on. Pri- prior to the school being there, there was a Catholic cemetery in this spot in Chinatown. Now, at this point in 1920, when they started the construction, and prior to that, Chinatown was like the east side. Right. <laughs> like, it wasn't it was like a hop in. Not quite out in the sticks. But, yeah. it's, but it was the last stop yeah. on the way to Pasadena. You know what I mean? Like right. LA was very much downtown, you know? And uh, like USC was like the south side. Like MacArthur Park was the west side. Like that's how big LA was. Yeah. You know? And so where Chinatown was, it was pretty much on the edge of town, on on the eastern edge of town. And there was an, an old cemetery there. It was called the Calvary Cemetery. And it had been there. There's not a lot of official records as to when it was built. We're just saying mid-1800s. Okay, so it's an old cemetery. And the Archdiocese of Los Angeles wanted to build a school for boys that the Christian brothers could teach in. And they needed a spot. Well, they had just built the new Calvary Cemetery in Boyle Heights, which is uh, East L.A. And that is like way out in the sticks. Like at that point, that was like way out there. That was like Arkansas, wherever that is. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, with no car and no highways or whatever, it's going to take you a minute to get to like Boyle Heights or Pasadena or whatever. So they said, okay, we will move the bodies to the new cemetery because it's huge. It's a big cemetery. It's always a good idea. Never anything wrong. No, nothing wrong with that. Right. (laughs) So they move the bodies out to the new cemetery, which is like the size of like the mall of America. It's like way out in like East LA. And they build the school over it. They build cathedral high school. It's taught by Christian brothers. Christian brothers are not priests. Their vow of service is education. So they, um, they're all teachers. The Christian brothers taught me when I was there and I had a scary time there, not because of the ghosts, but you know, (laughs) scary experience high school in the the nineties. But, um, okay. So they moved the bodies, they build the school there and it was just always part of the school's identity that it was built over this, this old graveyard. There are even stories of that the graveyard being so old and in such disrepair before they tore it down that and and again it's like the twenties or whatever or the teens at this point so it's kind of like the wild west out here right so there's reports of of people just like breaking in digging holes and burying bodies oh you know? my god yeah. like popper's like, graves like popper's graves like unmarked kind of graves. Um, mm-hmm. Loose soil yes. and like redigging it so Shallow there's two bodies yeah. into a, in Go one like grave stacked on top of each other. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So the mascot of my high school, the mascot of Cathedral, uh, is the Phantoms, and it's, uh, it's that a- is hilarious. And I know that yeah. you do love a good weird yeah. mascot too. We're the I Phantoms, do. and uh, our our main mascot is the Grim Reaper here. Like, um, oh. That My patch is sewn on to God. varsity jackets. It's on yearbooks. <laughs> he looks like the, um, not the Crypt Keeper, but you know, on Creep Show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's the Creep that? Show guy. Yeah, yeah the, the Creep. creep. The I creep. Think he's just a Creep. Yeah. And then also have a, for games, a giant we have this Reaper. guy. 
no just, freaking yep. costume way. Mascot is... is that because it was built on a cemetery? Yeah. That's how it started? Yes. That Grim Reaper is wearing sneakers, too. He is. He's just well, a kid. Well, he's got to be on the court. <laughs> so the thing is, everybody kind of knew about this past. And when I was going there, everybody also knew about the Phantom. You know, we were the Phantoms, but we all knew that there was the Phantom that was part of the school. And if you ask the teachers about it, you're like, hey, like, you know, brother, like, have you ever heard the Phantom? Like, have you seen the Phantom? And the brothers are always like, oh, no, there's no Phantom. It's fine. But like the janitors are like, oh, no, fuck yes. (laughs) This place is mega haunted. That's (laughs) like, yeah, that's like when we went to the uh, Millennium Biltmore and we were asking, we're like, are there ghosts here? And they're like, absolutely not. And we were like, oh, man. They're like, oh, well, you want to see ghosts? Yeah. Come here. But really, though. And you always ask the janitors about stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. They know all of the, all of the, all the secrets. Yes. All the dirt. Yes, indeed. They also know all the drama. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Janitor drama. Yeah. When I was there, like I said, everybody knew about it. The The janitors and the facilities guys talked about it. They would always tell us stories about things moving, things falling off shelves. Things going bump in the night. Things going bump in the night. Disembodied laughter. No, thank you. Um, cold spots in the gym. The buildings were really old when I was going to school there. The buildings were, were very old. They torn down some of the buildings and put up bungalows, but there were... Three really old buildings that were there from the 20s. The gym, the brother's house, and the old building. The most. The gym and the old building were where the janitors would re- uh, report most of the Activity. strange goings on. Yeah. And um, a lot of times students who had to, you know, stay late, you know, for sports or what have you, dances, everybody had a little story. And... um I was staying overnight for a field trip. Um, we had to leave really early in the morning, like 530 in the morning, because we were driving out to the Channel Islands, which is like to our driveway. Your so field we- trips were so much cooler than mine. <laughs> One time they took us to the Bowling Hall of Fame and I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> the Channel Islands was great. We got on a boat and, and sailed out to the Channel Islands and everybody threw up. Cool. <laughs> a boat with like a bunch of we're a bunch of city kids we're all boys. east la boys we're like well, this boat's fast yeah. <laughs> why is this boat bouncing around so much <laughs> dude so many guys threw up um so that night we were they said we could sleep in the gym or we could sleep in brother dan's science class and everybody was watching jurassic park Classic. On VHS. New on VHS. New on, it was new not on new VHS. on VHS, but it was kind of new on VHS. Um, <laughs> watching Jurassic Park. I think it was Brother Dan's suggestion because he loved Michael Crichton. Oh, Brother Dan loved Michael Crichton. That's good. He was a our Christian, science teacher. I was going to say a Christian who loves Michael he Crichton. He <laughs> showed us Carl Sagan's Cosmos. No. Yeah. He showed us all the one about, and it's on uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's Cosmos. He showed us the one where if... The history of the universe was a movie. Oh, God. And the movie lasted an entire year that the Earth would be in, like, the last 10 minutes and humans would be, like, the last, like, five seconds. Yeah. 
of like the entire and he showed brother dan showed us this and i was just like this is so cool <laughs> um so okay so this we're is so cool that. so you don't think the world started a thousand <laughs> years ago yeah. that's really great i'm glad you're my teacher so <laughs> Uh, me and another guy had to go back to the gym because we left our stuff and we all decided we we're going to sleep in brother Dan's like classroom and we were walking back to the gym and we started hearing like talking and we thought it was more people coming behind us. So we like stopped and like looked around and there was nobody there. Great. And then we started hearing laughing and we're like, Oh, okay. Well, it must be like whoever, like they're following us and trying to like scare us or whatever. And then like the laughing got a little louder and we're like, this is really weird. And we're like, who, you know, we're like, who's there? Who is it? And like nothing. And we heard it again and we're like, fuck this. And like <laughs> ran back to the classroom and everybody was in the classroom just watching the movie. Just like, la la la. Jurassic like Park. no one was missing. Yeah, nobody was missing. And we were like, I wonder what he's laughing about. Will the janitor just fuck with us that, like that? <laughs> we're like, what the hell? So we're like, it was the Phantom. We were 14, you know, so we're like, it was the Phantom. I don't know what it was, who it was, some hobo like living on the football field. <laughs> Could have been anything. Could have been anything. But if it was the Phantom, what's he laughing about? I don't know. What is he laughing about? Because the janitors even said that they the, had dis- disembodying. La- <laughs> That's the rosé. Welcome, rosé. Uh, the janitors even said that they heard disembodied, disembodied laughing. laughter. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? It's maybe he gets off on scaring people. Yeah. Of course he does. Or maybe a clown was buried there. Clowns don't laugh. Possibly. But Stand up comedian. So, so that was my experience with the Phantom. Like I said, we've the schools embraced it, but after I left school, they tore down the old gym. The old gym was beautiful. I'm very sad that they tore it down, but they tore it down to build a new athletic center and science like building. And when they tore it down, they found a shitload of new headstones, and <gasps> supposedly they found a coffin. No. Yes. So, all around the new sports complex, leading out into the field, they have restored the headstones and put them up on display with lights and everything. No. Yeah. And in They're the like, hallway, look what we found. Yeah. And so you can see these headstones like with like these crazy old dates, and they're super proud of it. And it's part of this like. It's our legend. Like, it's our school. This is us. We're the Phantoms. And when you're coming to our school to play football on our football field, there's going to be some ghosts around. Beware. Yeah, there's going to you know be some I mean? dead bodies. Our, our football ghosts. team is. I'm just waiting for a football game to, like, go full <laughs> poltergeist. Yeah. Like, coffins shooting out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like, in women's faces. Sounds yeah. like a, the sounds Pearls, like a school that like... you, should be, you should be principal of. Yeah, I totally should. And I'd wear, like, a skull and crossbones you need to be skirt head, every day. Headmistress. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, what. What were you going to say? Hold on. Well, you said the, the football team. The football team is very competitive. Like the football team historically. Good? Yeah, they're really oh, good. good. And they've been very fairly competitive as long as I've been there. There's cross on rivalries with other boys schools, like the girls schools, like always, always want to be cathedral cheerleaders because cathedral cheerleaders are the best. Our dances are the best. Like we always have the best DJs, like cathedral's the bomb. Is um, it still an all boys school? Yes. It it's is. It's an all boys school. Wow. Um, but they've really embraced this whole legend. And so not only did they restore the headstones and make like 
really cool art out of them. Yeah. They've displayed them around the school. So in the old building, there's lockers that are no longer in use because most of the lockers are outside. Because they're too haunted. They're too haunted. You open them up (laughs) and it's just like that scene in Beetlejuice. (laughs) um, But above above the lockers are fragments of headstones just post, wow just so cool. Really it's crazy so you guys can take a look it. at this a lot of alumni have uh, stories about it you know if you want to look at the picture of the yes. hallway with the headstones on there oh my god but yeah it's a fully it's a haunted high school and they've wow they've taken the legend and just kind of ran with it could you imagine going to this high school us like small town kids oh you can just see downtown LA oh, from I was gonna the football say, field. You see that view also, the, yeah, that, that, that view, view is gorgeous. Yeah. I like yeah. didn't even notice it at first because <laughs> yeah. I was li- busy looking at like the headstones. Oh, yeah. But yeah, what, what you were saying earlier, like it's very obvious that, oh my God, that's the old cemetery? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you see how even that was like right before they started construction. Yeah, it's and like headstones like, are like decrepit. in half. It was abandoned. Yeah. Yeah. Even back then. Mm-hmm. Well, and also like you said, like if it was used for, you know, if it was so decrepit and people were burying their own dead in there that couldn't afford to have a proper burial mm-hmm. or whatever, then you don't know that you got all the bodies. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. You they could have been in some corner somewhere. Yeah, they could have, or like somehow deeper. than like, Exactly. But technically, yeah. you know, the whole planet's probably well, with like, filled with dead bodies. But like so with earthquakes like, and shifting earth and all that in true, Los Angeles, true. things could have moved around underneath, yeah. underneath the football field, underneath the, where the classrooms are. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It, it can be a spooky place, especially in the older buildings. The brothers' residence is nuts. Like it's a big brick mansion, really. It's got a chapel with stained glass, with like a full chapel with stained glass windows. Stained glass is always scary. Like, yeah. you, it could be like a picture of Mario and Luigi, and it would still be like this is creepy <laughs> as hell. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. So that's my haunted high school, you guys. That's fucking incredible. <laughs> I and love that. We always thought it was funny that this like crazy creep ghoul. Guy, yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's about to cut somebody's head off like, in the Tower of London. <laughs> Like everybody's. I mean, at least Phantom sounds cool. Like we're the Phantoms, but like (laughs) we're the ghouls. I love the creeps. We're the creeps. (laughs) 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 That'd be as bad as mine. We're the orphans. Ah, the orphans. The Centralia orphans. That's that's so sad. Yeah, it's a little sad. It's a little. Ours was the Fergus. Ours was the Fergus Golden Eagles. Golden Eagles. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Mm -hmm. That's American. Golden Eagles are glorious. We We had a giant. Stuffed golden eagle in our like in a our real one hallway. Yeah, did they murder it just to put in the hallway? <laughs> or I they mean, I guess it? so. <laughs> shoot it. Somebody I think, shot I it think the janitor the had to go out. <laughs> wow, out of town, out of town with a bow and arrow. No, shoot it at the sky a couple times. Hopefully, it landed <laughs> on a golden eagle. We were the Centralia orphans. Um, wow. Our women's teams were the orphan annies. Oh my god! And oh, that's cute. I know, but it it actually has a really sweet story, and I'll tell it very quickly because I'm sure everyone is like, "Excuse me, what?" <laughs> so when we started playing basketball in like you know 1890 or whatever, whenever my school was founded, it was yeah. a long time ago. We had a really great basketball team. We're actually still to this day the winningest basketball team in the nation. Winningest. Wow. Our hot yeah. So like we're not like number one currently, but our high school. 
team has yeah. won more games than any other high school team in the United States. Wow. Go orphanage. That's some like Hoosier shit right yeah, there. Yeah, that's some crazy <laughs> stuff. And you wouldn't think of it. We're like some small town in Southern Illinois. But when we started, we were really, really good, but we were also very poor. Right. And we couldn't afford uniforms. So a bunch of the neighboring towns had donated, or neighboring cities had donated Flower uniforms sacks. to us. Oh, okay. So we actually had mismatched okay. ratty old there uniforms and but we were winning all these games and we were like really good so like some newspaper i think in st louis or chicago wrote an article about the team we didn't even have a name and they said they kept calling us the orphan team from centralia sure. um because we were ratty and poor and it just stuck and still to this day we're the orphans <laughs> and our like cheering section is the orphanage <laughs> <laughs> anyways awesome. yeah but a lot of people have tried to take it down like a lot of out out of towners like outsiders have tried to come in and be like that's not pc that's not, blah, yeah. blah 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 and there's a i know orphans not per se yeah it's not know. like we're i I'm gonna guess if you were horrible. an orphan you'd be like hmm yeah, but like actually who who has spoken out so much are like people from the town who actually are orphans and yeah. they're like, No. Like yeah. we love it. So Yeah. At least we're not the creeps. See yeah. Yeah, our our mascot <laughs> was like a, a small boy. That's it. Did he's he look like, like a, his hands outstretched for food? Did he look like a newsie or something? Yeah. Did he have like it's a, a like boy. a newsboy cap? Oh, just a boy with an orphan uniform, like a basketball uniform on. But the women's team was a girl with red hair. Well, there you go. So, anyways, yeah. moving on. <laughs> moving That's on. why we're called the orphans. Tangent note. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so that was my haunted high school. Woo! That's insane. But and re- I love but it. the thing is, like the story of like this school being built over a cemetery. It really was built over a cemetery. Like, and I and I feel like. Uh, our junior high in Lewistown, Montana, kids would always talk about that it was built over a cemetery. Yeah. So I bet that's a very common yeah. thing said just, about school. But also Probably. our mascot being the phantoms and stuff. I f- I'm sure a lot of other schools talk about like, oh, well, they're the phantoms and like that's the that's the story. But I don't think people believe it. I don't think a lot of people Until they show up of, and you're like, no, here's the headstone. Yeah. <laughs> I think you have to go there to understand that like, nope. This, yeah, that's, that's a very real. popular legend. I think anytime someone wants to scare someone, anytime built over cemetery, yeah, yeah built over cemetery or Indian burial ground or yeah, something, exactly. and it's like, how many times is that actually <laughs> accurate? Sure, right. So now we're gonna move a little into the east side, and we're going to visit east side, the Los Feliz murder. Oh mansion. my god, tell me all about this because I saw a picture of it today and I didn't uh, read anything. Obsessed with it. Okay, such a good story. So I love the story of the Los Feliz Murder Mansion. Um, the story, and the thing is, it's finally kind of catching up to reality, and you may not be able to go and explore anymore because I believe the house is finally sold after fifty years. But yeah, it's been a minute. The story goes that. Um, in the late fifties, there was a family that lived in this house, and it's it's a beautiful house. It's a three story house. If you go up uh, Vermont past Los Feliz Boulevard, as you're going up to the Greek, it's, it's, it's in, in that the shadow of the oh, Greek really? Griffiths Observatory. Yeah. So it, there's right. some beautiful yeah. there's some beautiful mansions. <laughs> yeah, hang left. God, I know. I can't. And it's in and it's in those like windy hills. So it's one of those houses. It's huge. A family lived there. You know, well to do family in the late fifties. And the father one night um, murdered his wife. 
Oh, geez. He tried to murder one of his kids, uh, but she got away. And um, the story goes, and it's true, there's photographs, that um, the house has been sitting there since 1959. There are Christmas presents on the coffee table. There's a Christmas tree in the corner of the living room. All the furniture is there from, from the late 50s. There's... Spaghettios in the kitchen cupboards, and there's Life magazine on the on the it's coffee a, table. It's a little snapshot of the late fifties, and in it's LA. a little dusty snapshot of of life at the time. So this has been substantiated. There's photographs of people pointing their camera in the house, and you can see all the stuff that's the in the Christmas there. tree and I, up. And I want to say the backstory with that guy is that well, was he a dentist? Well, are you going to go? Have, are you going to go? Okay, never mind. <laughs> I, was I thought you were going to skip it. So uh, you can Google the address of the house. Um, I have it here if, if we want to talk about it. Yeah, you can go ahead and give me the address. It's uh, 2475 it Glendower Place in Los Feliz. Um, Harold Pearlson was a... This is cardiologist. He was a doctor of some kind. But I thought he, he was, wasn't I think a, he's surgeon. a dentist. I, think I just assumed <laughs> that he was a dentist. He struck his sleeping wife Lillian in the head with a ball-peen hammer. Joa. Yes, and he left her in the room, and she is fixated on her own blood. Oh, my God. He went to their eldest daughter, Judy's room, and he struck her in the head with the same hammer. But he didn't quite... Do the damage that no. he wanted yeah, to inflict. It just it didn't, didn't break anything. She didn't die. She woke up and screamed and uh, freaked out. Her father told her to lay still and to be quiet, and she ran off. She left the house screaming, running down the street, found a neighbor that opened their door and let her in and called the police. Um, there were two younger siblings that the they woke up because they heard Judy screaming and Harold told them to go back to bed. You're having a nightmare. And he went into his room, took Nembutal and 31 white pills believed to be codeine. Oh, Jesus. went to lie down and was dead before the ambulance arrived. Neighbors who live in the area who were children at the time said that he was a quiet man, very mild-mannered, family was very nice, and they knew the neighbors. But yeah, the rumors are there that there's the presence and the tree and all the stuff still in the house. Well, the family was Jewish, the Pearlsons. So where's the tree come in? So then we have another story. The Pearlsons lived there. Harold Pearlson killed his wife, attempted to kill his daughter, and killed himself. This happened. Uh, The kids have all refused any sort of interviews. They never talk about it. But immediately afterwards, another family from East L.A. bought the house at like a probate auction. So they kind of, it was foreclosed. So they bought it for cheap. So the story is, they bought the house for cheap, moved in, and then... It was Christmas time the following year and it's their tree and it's their presence. And Harold killed his wife on December 6th. And the story is that something happened the they next year. What happened? Left all their shit and just mm-hmm. bounced and never came back. So what happened in the house to them the next year? That very amityville so horror of them to leave their shit right so rudy enriquez 
He inherited the house from his parents, Emily and Julian. They're the couple that bought the house. This was right after the dentist or cardiologist that killed his. Correct. And so we don't know anything about this, like why he killed his wife or his daughter. So there's theories about that. Oh, so okay. there's okay, theories okay, about on. it yeah. that I've heard that he was in financial ruin. Yeah. Because oh. they were they were kind of affluent. It was sort of a shame sort of thing that I'm going to take out. I'd rather everyone. my whole family. I'm going to take dead. out everyone yeah. than go into bankruptcy. Yeah, that's what I heard. There were so stor- I, I assume his plan was to kill every Everybody. single child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of like, ugh. why he didn't kill the two younger children, we'll never know. I think he kind of felt like the gig was up. Yeah, at exactly. That point. Once yeah. once Judy left and was screaming, once Judy's running down the street yeah, screaming. He knew the cops like, would well, be there any minute, so he might not have time to take himself out. You know. So, does the tree belong to the Enriquez family? And they were scared off by something, you know. Did they just use the house for storage and put up a Christmas tree with presents all over the living room? Yeah. They were somewhat established to decorate for Christmas. The other thing is the Enriquez family, after they left the house, never sold it. The only reason that it was up for sale a year ago was because the son, Rudy, died. And so they just kept it? And, yeah. And this is they kept it in the family. also Los so Angeles. Maybe. Never where, lived in it. This is also Los Angeles where real estate, especially now. That plot I of mean, land? That plot of land, that's like a couple million dollars. Yeah. So, I mean, the ho- since the house has been abandoned for f- like 40 years, I mean, it's a teardown. You know what I mean? There's been like or no an extensive up- remodel. No upkeep, yeah. you know, no upkeep, no paint, no anything. So... Doors are falling off hinges. Windows are falling out of paint you know, is peeling paint from is peeling. the. So why? Okay, what? Yeah, we never sold it. They never sold it after they bought it. I mean, maybe just they bought it so cheap they were just like, we'll sell it, we'll sell it, we'll sell it. But they never went back to fix it up because maybe. something scared them away. Or you know, maybe it was so evil that he vowed yep. that he never, never would let anyone, anyone else, else live in it. Exactly. And then he died. Something was so. In the well, that 50s. was his parents. Oh, he would. He would have been a true. kid yeah. when that happened in 1960. And then he inherited it when his parents when died, died, and then he just died, and yeah. now it's. And now it's for sale. For sale. Because I mean, we're just thinking that he doesn't have any anybody to leave it to, so now it's for sale. And I think somebody might have just bought it. Yeah, but I think it just sold. Yeah. So we should have new stories soon. Well, I have a question, so uh, and I don't know, and you guys might not mm-hmm. either. Are either of you Jewish? No, no. Okay, I wish Joe was here. So, <laughs> like nowadays, it's not abnormal right. for a Jewish family to, to have, have a Christmas a tree. tree. It's a Hanukkah bush, yeah, you yeah. decorate in blue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but it's because Christmas trees are so pretty, and it's such a like warm feeling. And, like and we have a Christmas a tree, yeah, and the kids a lot of time want to be like you know. Yeah. Like a lot of the kids they go to school with or whatever. Yeah. Like even us, we have a Christmas tree and a menorah. You know what I mean? So, but I don't know if it was like that in the 50s. Yeah, I don't know if that was not. a thing or yeah. if it was like, no, we're Jewish. We don't have a Christmas it tree. It may not have been. Um, but for sure, this other family lived there after them. Right. For or year, they bought it. They bought they it. And the there. thing is, we don't know if they lived there for that year and they were scared off or if or what exactly happened because... Did so, they ever move in? 
Maybe. So is there any pictures <laughs> of the Christmas tree up? You can see the room, the picture with the green writing. You can see the presents. That's definitely oh, presents. Wow. But you can't really see a There's tree no in the There's no tree in the oh, picture. Oh, so the tree could just be the urban legend. Yeah. There's but you no can see that picture. looks like wrapping paper. That looks like... Oh, it definitely looks does. Looks like presents and stuff. But as zoom? the big like Los Angeles, mm-hmm. it was known in LA when you would go to this house, you could walk up and you could peek in the window and you could it see it. It almost looks like they were wrapping the presents, yeah, not that the presents were wrapped. Yeah. 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 But when you look at the other pictures, there's just like junk strewn about the house. I just picked some creepy pictures. <laughs> 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 but some of the pictures just look like, it does look like storage. But yeah. some of the pictures, it does look like they, they were moving in. They were living there. They lived there. there. Yeah. Because there's like records, you know, there's like newspapers, clothes. Like you said, there's like magazines on the table. Yeah. Someone was reading them. But but others just look like kind of hoarder status. So maybe that's, they would just go throughout the years and just take stuff and leave it there. And also take in mm-hmm. mind that a lot of this comes from just people around L.A. that have heard about the story, that have gone to the house and just walked up and just yeah. like peeked in the windows. Yeah, all these pictures are taken. Well, no, these pictures are taken from somebody who actually got into the house. But there's a lot more. The L.A. Curbed article, all the pictures are from outside the windows. And then there's just a lot of like Ghost Hunter websites where they're from outside the windows, most of them at night. Um, But yeah, it's a it's a huge it's a like I said, it's a three story mansion. The third story has a ballroom with a bar. What? Yeah. You probably can't go up there anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's probably like... <laughs> You'll a comp- fall through yeah. the ground. <laughs> like money pit style. Yeah. Just like, oops. Um, yeah, so it's there's, a, there's a, a fountain in the front of the house. It's like, you know, it's a beautiful Spanish style, you know, home. But yeah, why would this family not choose also, not to sell it after all they, these years? just sit on that property yeah. for decades? Yeah. That property would have been worth so yeah. much money. Oh my god. This is one of the nicest neighborhoods in Hollywood. I wonder if Rudy knew that he had it even. I think he did. Yeah. Really? I think he knew that it, Rudy. That it was Come on, Rudy. Rudy, Why get didn't it you do together. Any interviews? Um, but yeah, twenty fifteen he died and now it's now it's back in the market. So we don't yeah, we'll know, never if, know. Like so, we said. So what about this hipster? I'm sure that a hipster silver like millionaire couple is going to buy it. And what's going to happen? Yeah. Are they going to like, are they going to flip it? Are they going to tear it down? But what's going to happen when they try to flip it though? Yeah. Because you know, shit gets wild when you try and. Exactly. Do construction. <laughs> Do construction yeah. on an already haunted house. The ghosts are going to get so confused. <laughs> they're gonna get so confused they're not Where gonna know which go? one is up <laughs> um i wonder i mean that's such a weird story because the thing is is like it may not be haunted literally mm-hmm. at all there's just wrapping paper in yeah, there exactly. and it's like formed this crazy crazy and it's story just such an unusual and thing also to like see. something really awful happened there we, yeah for we sure know once. the tragedy happened so people were drawn to the house and then when they look in the window, they're like, holy shit, there's holy still shit, Christmas still presents. Just seeing a, a house that's just been untouched for, I mean, 50 years. In yeah. a neighborhood. That's unheard of. Yeah. In a neighborhood where, like, there yeah. are millionaires. How, are the, how is there not, like, a homeowners association? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> or like, why is like no one, like... neighborhood kind of, like... 
But if they don't live there, then what can the people do, you know? That's true. Just leave oh, notes that's on the door. Mow I'm your kind lawn. of sad. <laughs> Mow your lawn. Yeah, has like the property been taken care of in any way? It doesn't really look like I it. Mean, when maybe you family members would go like mow the lawn and stuff. Yeah, but, but it's LA. It, so the, it's, it's not really like a lawn. Yeah. It's like more like a it's very hilly in the front. Sure. Yeah. That's true. It's um, Los Angeles. We're we're technically in a desert. Yeah. There's a not grand like staircase you walk up to the Yeah, there's a big like house. psycho house staircase when you go up to the Ooh. to the front of the house. Oh wow. So, and then yeah, it's kind of on a slope, so the front of the house isn't really a lawn. True. But the back of the house had a bushes. kind of a big property with the fountain and stuff. Wow. How did I not know about this place until today? I feel like that LA curbed article really got people talking about it again yes. recently. Yeah. Too. Well, that was because of the sale. That was well, I had a I had a friend recently uh, today actually. The reason I even know about this place, I had a friend today who She's a casting. She's in casting, and she's casting some sort of reality TV show about people who like the the macabre and like buy houses specifically because they're haunted, or specifically sure. because a tragedy happened there. And she was like, "Do you know any LA houses?" And I told her about the um the house that's like that was designed by um Floyd Wright. Oh right, 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 right. What's that house called? The crazy the Aztec house. Did the, the top yes. models live there? there? Yes. Okay. It is. It's the sure. one that the top models. It's a beautiful live. House. The top models lived yes. in. Yes. There's a cycle of top Are model where they go and live yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. What what cycle was it? Who won remember. that cycle? Do you remember. know like oh who was it? I can figure it out, but it was Jade. A, no, it wasn't was it Jade. It wasn't Jade. I fucking it was love Jade. The girl who's an actress now. Oh, oh. Annalie. Annalie. Annalie Tipton lived there. I've seen that. Yeah. Well, you know, like the. What may have happened at that I, house? I, I, when I search, when I Google search this house, it comes up because it's yeah. in Los Feliz, and it's Franklin. right down the street from it. Yeah, too. it's right. It's not Franklin. That's yeah. crazy. So what happened? We talked about it in one of our episodes. Uh, a man owned it back in the day, back around that same time, like the fifties yeah. and sixties uh, or forties and fifties. Stephen Hodell, uh-huh. who is like the number one suspect in the Black Dahlia case. Sure. Uh, and he was like the Hollywood doctor. Or actually, Stephen, George Hodell is his name. Stephen Hodell is his son who wrote the book about his father. Sure. But he was like a, a doctor to like the stars. Mm-hmm. I think he performed like not so legal abortions. Okay. And he I saw was American Horror Story. I know, exactly. Not American that's Horror exactly territory. who that's based <laughs> off of. Okay. Is that guy who lived in this like fancy Hollywood house and he performed the? He was a doctor. He performed sure. these like illegal abortions and accidentally, possibly accidentally killed Elizabeth Smart or purposefully did. But they think that the actual Elizabeth murder Short. shorter, yeah, not Elizabeth Smart. Smart. I believe it was the <laughs> kidnapped somebody Smart. else. <laughs> Elizabeth Smart the from kidnapped uh, girl, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Elizabeth Short. They think, and I even when I said. Elizabeth Smart. I was thinking Amy Smart. Oh, and I was like from Butterfly Effect. Oh, yeah. Um. So they think that she actually was murdered in that house oh. and then transported to to like cover it up. Well, and also yeah. talking like was- about urban legends. Uh, I mean, just Elizabeth Short's legacy in Los Angeles oh, is very yeah. much an urban legend. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's turned into this crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, the stuff that's said about her, like no one knows anything about no, her. Knows. It's all like, I mean, records were very like spare at that time. Not a lot was known about her. But yeah, it's all just speculation. It's all speculation. It's turned into like this crazy life of its own. And now she's, I love how they 
played it in American Horror Story too. How it's like now you're famous. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. always wanted to be famous. <laughs> yeah, now you are. You're like the most famous. <laughs> there were shots of that episode that were shot underneath Suicide Bridge, which we'll get to <gasps> shortly. Oh, there was. Um, Tie-in. Are we going there next? We can go there next. I think we're going there. I believe it was in Asylum where they're uh, in, under Suicide Bridge. Okay. So are we going into Suicide Bridge please. then? Please. Uh, we'll oh, do, do Suicide have... Bridge then Gravity Hill. Yes. Okay. Because so, they're um, both in Pasadena. Yes. I think. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, I've lived in Los Angeles now for eight years now, and I've lived in Pasadena going on seven years. And I remember when I was first driving to go see Pete, when I first met him, and you're going Cute. down, you're going down the freeway, and <laughs> I mean, you see the Colorado Street Bridge, and it's fucking beautiful. I mean, it's very unique. There is just these beautiful bow arches. It's mm-hmm. an architecture wonder. And it's you in just, La La Land, and just it's it's in La La Land. There's a there, there's a shot of there's no reason for them to be walking Emma down Stone there. and <laughs> Ryan Gosling walking down this bridge. And I was thinking, where are they going? Like, Eagle Rock. Did Where's he have to going? park all the way down? They had to go and walk. Just all of the see so park at the Norton Simon, and they're just, just like me fucking nuts walking to Eagle movie. Rock to have a slice. Like what? But I mean, it's I did no not sense. see it. <laughs> But my favorite part about that movie is the, the Oscar moment. Go on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Our favorite part is the geography that makes no sense. Oh, no, how whatsoever. she gets off work at the Warner lot and drives by the Rialto Theater in South Pasadena. Okay, now I know that that's scene, not a thing. And that would take you <laughs> oh, an hour and a half in traffic. Oh, but she also takes the 105 to get to work in the morning. Oh, the opening scene, where is she coming from? Okay. Why? I love how people who don't live in LA, they're listening to this. They're like, is this an episode of the Californians? <laughs> yeah, right. You it's take Laurel Canyon to... <laughs> All right. Go so on. going back to uh, the Colorado Street Bridge. Oh, and this bridge is also famous for another reason. Oh, because people fucking jump off of it. And the nickname for decades, Suicide Bridge. Yeah. So the story of this and bridge. Everybody calls it Suicide Bridge. Everybody my, calls, my mom calls never, it Suicide Bridge. I didn't know it was called the Colorado Street yeah, right? Bridge. Yeah, right? I thought it, it was. A I, name. I thought that I would, <laughs> I would go into formal and then go into yeah. the top. <laughs> and uh, so a little background with the the suicide bridge in pasadena it was built in 1912 and was designed by a kansas city architect firm uh waddle and harrington the bridge spans 1486 feet at a maximum height of 150 feet so it's high it's high when you're underneath it and looking up i was gonna say i did not think it was that high No, it's a big bridge from seeing it from where i've seen it which is kind of from afar go on and it's it's notable for its distinctive bow arches Mm -hmm. light standards and railings the bridge connects major east to west through fair connecting pasadena with eagle rock glendale into the west into monrovia and it opened December 13th, 1913. So, I mean, back in the day, it would have connected just Los Angeles with Pasadena because well, Pasadena is one of L.A.'s oldest suburbs. Yeah, too. and the 210 mm-hmm. freeway wasn't there. So if you lived in Eagle Rock, if you lived in Highland Park, if you lived in any of those towns, to get across the Arroyo Seco ravine would have taken all day. You would have had to go mm-hmm. around. And there's there's shorter bridges. You would have that, had to get out of your car yeah. and jumped on the back of a, a rhinoceros. You would have had to like Tarzan it across. <laughs> yeah. All these are in like little like motor buggies. Yeah, yeah. horse drawn carriages too. Did it really open on December thirteenth, nineteen thirteen? Nineteen thirteen, thirteen thirteen. Oh wow! Y'all. I didn't know that. So the first 
official suicide, I believe, was in 1913. And right off right the away. Bat. Right away. <laughs> and the whole bridge, I mean, it's been Suicide City for decades. And during the Great Depression, the bridge was given the morbid nickname Suicide Bridge after a reported dozens of people have leapt to their death uh. from the High Fortress. And here's where it goes into urban legend territory. And even when the bridge was built, it's said that a construction worker fell from the bridge and according to the bridge's lore, fell in wet cement and still might be there to this day. Like on Roseanne. Yeah. That's what happened to Crystal's husband. husband. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the writers were local and they they knew that story. So chances are, this is probably pretty unlikely, but a construction worker did fall and died. As they were making it, so kind of the legacy. And back then, of in 1913, death. they might have though. Oh been, yeah, like, just leave yeah, them. Just leave like, them. <laughs> it's I mean, way I cheaper to Think that they would have fished them out. <laughs> and <laughs> also, there's another very famous story about this bridge. This one is cuckoo. And when bananas, I first heard right? about cuckoo this, for cocoa puffs. yeah, I'd always heard about this, and I'd always just assumed that the story didn't happen because it's so larger than life. So the famous story of the bridge is about Merle Ward and Merle. her Merle. I love that. That is a very Merle. difficult thing to say. Merle, Merle Ward. Merle Ward. Was she child. a rural juror? Rural juror. Rural juror. <laughs> and her child Merle Jean. Ward. And her what? And her child Jean. Jean. Child Jean. One night, the mother took her child and herself to the bridge and were and was ready to end her life. How old was the child Jean at this moment? Infant. Baby. Wrapped in swaddling clothes. Wrapped in, wrapped in, wrapped in like blankets. Swaddling clothes. Like swaddling clothes. <laughs> she threw the baby first and then jumped, uh, plummeting to her death. I didn't know she threw the baby first. I thought I'd, the baby was in her arms. That's crazy. I mean, I don't know. But then what happened? I don't know what happened if she threw the baby first. Well, I know. First. Who, if, who, I don't know. who, who can knows? tell? Who was there? Who was there? Nobody was yeah. there. So uh, she died. The kid survived. It landed in a tree unharmed uh. but mom successfully ended her life oh merle um, but gene lived but gene lived you know she what's had- funny when i said that at the beginning of the movie about everyone's got a bridge in their town that yeah. someone's i did not know this yeah. that was like was in, in my hometown there was crybaby bridge <gasps> where you could like he every time you pass it you hear you could hear a woman crying yeah. it's because she lost her baby oh over the bridge or like some bullshit so many stories about women losing their babies and becoming you know it's easy to lose them over bridges sure um, so I think this had to have been on like she wasn't in the middle of the bridge. No, she would have been. She off would to like the side. just barely step her toe was on the bridge. She was pretty <laughs> much on the land. <laughs> so, um, baby landed in a bush. I did find an rolled. article that caught up with this baby, the no. real Jean. With the real Jean, she was seventy-seven years old. I don't oh know if she's goodness. still alive today. But she gave an interview in uh, Pasadena Star magazine. Her interview was very, it was very bittersweet. It was well, very yeah, like she had, she had kind of come to like, terms, come to terms and accepted like this is like where I came from. And she has some very sweet old lady quotes that I found oh, good. in the article. I she love said, God quotes. sent his angels down there and saved me. Oh, there are no other gracious. explanations. And you know what, Jean? I think you're right. <laughs> I mean, she, and she uh, lived when she did this interview in Salem, Oregon. Okay, she left Pasadena. And she said, and it was not my day to die. And she also said in the article that, like, because people always asked her, like, how kind of fucked up is it that your mom took you with her when she, like, yeah. was to yeah. commit suicide? Yeah. And she's 
sort of just said that my mom loved me so much that she just wanted me there with her. And it I was mean, God's I plan mean, yeah, sure. to, not yeah. for me to die. Did she have way a dad? To go through life. Like, did her dad, do we know? I don't think we know. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, that'd be hard to track down at but, this point. But, um... I oh also I'm seeing in my notes that her mom died in a hospital bed three days later. So oh so her mom didn't even die. She survived the fall. She she survived the fall, but Uh, yeah. So all that 1913 medicine. We need more hot water bottles. (laughs) Hot water. (laughs) Yeah. So boil more mint. Mint. So other research that I did about Suicide Bridge after the Loma Pierta. Earthquake? Is that how you pronounce it? Loma Pri- there was a big Priyaka. earthquake in, in Oakland in, in 1989, and it really affected oh, the Los o- Angeles. Just say Oakland, yeah. Sorry. The yeah. Oakland earthquake. Yeah. And they had to close the bridge in 1989. Oh, due, wow. Due to hazards. And they That's crazy. invested millions to it, and it reopened in 1993. So they did wow. extensive work that I believe was a lot of money. Let me say this about the Colorado Street Bridge. There are major deterrence from jumping over the side which are At giant point. metal rods well now there is <laughs> yeah <laughs> no today i'm talking yeah. about today that kind of they don't necessarily mar the the beauty of the bridge it's still quite beautiful when you look at it but as you drive down or walk down the bridge every you know so many feet every you know 50 feet or so there are little like alcoves like a like a bench yeah that kind of come out Almost like uh, I don't know how familiar you are with like uh, the the castle at Disneyland. There's like these little benches yeah. the, along <laughs> yeah, the drawbridge. Like it's about. like those, and they're like every fifty feet or so. Those are completely covered in like chain link fence, so you can't sit on those. And then they built these big rods on the outside that come up and bend in towards the bridge. So, so, <laughs> so, so they, inside the bridge, you so cannot it is very climb it. Difficult, and, yeah, to yeah. kill yourself. So they did that. You have to inch days. your way out from. Did they do the that in the nineties? So they did that yeah. fairly recently. Okay, oh. yeah. So they did that in because uh, I think people were still jumping off of it. <laughs> the most recent suicide in May of 2015, and I remember when this. Oh, happened, that guy from The Voice or whatever. That, uh, his name was Sam Sparpong, and he was the last that's known to be claimed by the bridge and he was a model and reality TV star yeah. and he had been on, on numerous MTV shows and I remember when this happened because it was it was big news yeah I don't remember this I think he was on that I want to be an in excess uh, show that I was talking to you about the other day <laughs> I don't know about that it's called making the band no, it wasn't it's called making the band. It wasn't making the band. <laughs> I believe after that I was going to say that was still on in 2015 the, they put up the gates yeah the because the gates, it's sad. When you're driving down, you see those cute little benches. You're like, oh, how nice. Like, yeah, what that if you would just be really nice to sit on and like view our the friends, sites. Our friends took their engagement When people there. take wedding photos there, they come out beautiful. Because it's such a great, you know, like Place location. Yeah, take photos. Yeah. But can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Not so gonna not do gonna it. Do it. And you would probably <laughs> guess with the legacy of this bridge and the exact number of suicides for the bridge, I couldn't oh, really find yeah. an exact number. I think it's pretty unknown. And obviously, back in the day, there was a lot more yeah. than there are now. Right. But Especially, there, like you said, through the Great Depression. There are numerous ghost sightings there. Oh. So as the most frequent one that I always hear is a woman in a white robe standing on one of those little areas where you can sit and she's preparing to jump off 
And there's also people that when they drive down, when they drive down at night, they see a man with wire ho- uh, wire rim glasses. Just oh, walking, just walking, walking down, on, the down the bridge. You know, and, there's several theories about suicide spots in the world. Like there's that Japanese forest that's the, the suicide forest. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Where like so many people go to like hang themselves. Like if you're walking, if you ever walk through this forest, you will either see like an old body that hasn't been cut down yet or oh, like Lord. a newly hanged person. So many people go there to hang themselves. Yeah, that YouTube guy went and put and uh Oh yeah, what had a footage dick. of it on his channel. Yeah. An asshole. Um I can't think of what that forest is called. Yeah. But um We it, saw that movie starring Marjorie Tyrell. Yeah. <laughs> Was that based on it? Yeah. It's terrible. Don't watch it. Oh, okay. Not a good movie. Just kidding. I won't. <laughs> Don't even tell the listeners the name of it. <laughs> but also the Golden Gate Bridge. There's oh, a lot yes. of people that yep. jump yeah. off the Golden Gate Bridge. And there are a lot of theories about it, about how, and we talk about this on the show all the time, about how it could just be that all the negative energy stored there, mm-hmm. like it could just, one, it could just be convenient. Yeah, it's a fucking bridge. Yeah, and if I jump off it, I'll die, and yeah. I have proof that that's what's going to happen if I jump off this bridge at yeah. this point. But at the same time, like say, say you know, energy, it's true. Energy can't be destroyed or created; it just is. So mm-hmm. say that that negative energy of all these people killing themselves stays in a place. So say that you go there with the intention of killing yourself, and maybe if it hadn't had a hundred suicides before <laughs> you you'd talk yourself out of it and go home. Yeah. But the fact that you're already feeling this and you get to this place that's full of negative energy just like washing over you, it could be that you're more susceptible to jumping off the bridge because there's actually a bridge, there's a cliff somewhere and I wish I knew where. I didn't know you were talking about Suicide Bridge or I would have researched it. There's a cliff somewhere where a lot of people jump off and kill themselves. Mm. And... The compelling thing about this place, I want to say it's like Peru or something, is that dogs also kill themselves on this bridge. They jump off. And dogs have been seen, like witnessed, jumping off the bridge, not dying. Yeah. Going, or not bridge, cliff, walking back up and jumping off again until they die. And with that, it's like, what the fuck is yeah. going on there? Because dogs don't have that. Dogs I'm, don't have that like, oh, I'm going to end it. I knew a girl who said that her dog did that at yeah. Suicide Bridge. Really? That he jumped off. She's like, my dog committed suicide on Suicide Bridge. <laughs> and we were like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that's horrible. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. But like, does like the Brooklyn Bridge have a lot of... Jumpers. I don't think like, so. Like, why Golden Gate? You know, like. The weather's nice. Yeah. <laughs> you want to have a lovely view. Yeah. Through the fog. But yeah, like, Brooklyn Bridge is huge and beautiful, and you'll die if you jump off that. For, that's for that's sure. That's very true. That's and a it's good got point. a, you know, it's got a pedestrian. There's like a, path, a documentary, like, isn't there, about the Golden Gate mm-hmm, Bridge and yeah. the suicides on? I haven't seen it, but yeah. I should watch that. Anyways. Pasadena. So that's, that's the, that's the, the Suicide Bridge. bridge. That's crazy. If you're ever in Pasadena, old Suey. Look it up. It's quite a beautiful bridge. It's lovely to drive over. It's fun to drive over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's quite you lovely. Reroute your journey when it's lit up the at night. It's fun. Yeah. Rerouting. Gravity Hill. Gravity Hill. Mm-hmm. Before we move to Montana. Yes. The Gravity Hill phenomenon. 
now this is something that if you just put Gravity Hill into Google, tons of things will come up. So this is a phenomenon that's known. It's in different places. It's throughout the country and the world Mm -hmm. as just a geographical phenomenon. But there is one that's very close by to where we live, and I always heard about it growing up. Um, it's in Altadena, which is just one town north of of, uh, of Pasadena. It's about less than a 15-minute drive from, from our house. It's a rolling residential road in the foothills. It's right up against the San Gabriel Mountains. There's a It comes to a point where there's a short uphill slope, and it is uphill. Like... <laughs> No doubt down. about it. No doubt about it. You're going uphill. You park your car at the bottom of the hill, certain spot. You put the car in neutral, and your car is pushed up the hill. There are YouTube videos of men, grown men, on skateboards going to the bottom of the hill, standing on their skateboard, just putting their two feet on it, standing there, and they roll up the hill. What the fuck? Like, did they say anything about like any sensations? That's the thing. I'm like, what are you feeling? And the guy just the guys come up to the camera and they're just like haunted. (laughs) (laughs) The very very scientific. The very first one I saw, he was like haunted, like super excited. Yeah, but I was like, but what did you feel? (laughs) Were they pulling you? Were they pushing you? Like in the Poltergeist movie, exactly. She felt it in her belly, and they were pulling her. Okay, we don't know. He didn't say anything. But all he said was haunted, haunted, boom. <laughs> and the wife's like, car's coming. Don't get hit by a car. <laughs> so it was a very professional. Super professional. Yeah. Uh, investigation the wife's like, of the Don't get gravity her. hill. <laughs> Skateboard has been. Um, so is it some kind of an optical illusion? Right. A lot of times in other areas where there's gravity hills, the locals refer to them as um, magnetic hill. So sometimes people think it's like a weird spot where the magnetic pull of the it's earth like the shack at Knott's Berry is Farm. pulling you up. Well, is it like the haunted shack at Knott's Berry Farm where because you don't have a reference for the horizon, your point of reference is thrown. So what you think is going uphill really isn't. Um or is it the ghosts of the children that got hit by a bus and are pushing your car out of the way so that you don't suffer the same fate? Which one? So the is story it? goes, <laughs> um, the story goes, there's the, the tragedy or the legend of, of the Gravity Hill in Altadena is that there was a school bus full of children that broke down on the side of the road. And this was, there's no real uh it's hard to track it down to a real accident so there's not like a time frame but we know they were in a school bus so it's not like dr quinn days but it's <laughs> dr quinn but, what a hilarious but the, reference <laughs> but the legend's been around for years so let's say it was the 50s um the school bus breaks down the bus driver gets out to work on the bus And the kids get so bored that they get out of the bus and start playing on the side of the road. A car comes up 
the and it's a windy road it's a windy neighborhood because it's in the foothills so you're going around curves where you know blind curves blind corners right. things like that a car comes up strikes the kids kills them instantly the other part of the legend of the urban legend of the gravity hill in pasadena is that you're supposed to put talcum powder baby powder on the bumper of your car car. so that when you get up to the top of the hill you get out of your car and you see the handprints of the kids that pushed your car up the hill we wanted to do this but it was 100 fucking degrees in pasadena this week (laughs) and you had to work early early and that's a lot of work listeners we'll get back to you in about four months so so this particular gravity hill location has a Yelp page, a no Facebook kidding. page. Oh my god! Tons of like ghost it's so hunters. LA. Yeah, so LA. It's yeah. So it has a publicist. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be reached for comment. Um, but it, it has a drug dealer. <laughs> it's got a movie pass. Um, <laughs> so many like ghost hunting pages. Like people have gone out there. There's tons of people corroborating this there's right. so many there's video youtube video like i said grown men on skateboards people putting a bottle of water people in their car they tried several the, different objects objects and methods and from all the images even on google maps when you look at it on google maps it's fucking uphill like yeah. <laughs> what the hell so I feel like the ghost children thing probably doesn't pan out if it works on a bottle of water. Sure. Right? Yeah. Because like why yeah. would they be like, get or out the of the way? Or the skateboard guy. He didn't yeah. have like handprints on his butt. Get out of the way, yeah. bottle of water. You don't want to get suffer God our same fate. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, what the fuck? What the hell is pushing you up this hill? Yeah. The, uh, there's also another story that goes back further. Oh? That it was a Native American man and the, the Shumash... And the Tongva did live in the foothills. Oh. Many years ago. And I don't know if he got trampled by his horse or if he was killed by the cavalry or something. Something but horrible happened something horrible to happened him to this Indian as man. it happened to every Native American man. Yes. yes. And he was coming down the hill and he's the one that's pushing you oh. out of the way. Because it's around the blind corner. But again, these stories could have just been, you know, retcon, just made up uh, because of this weird geographical, geological phenomenon. But at any rate, this Gravity Hill phenomenon is real. It's like quantifiable. You can go and test it out. And again, it shows up in other parts of the world and other parts of the country. The Wikipedia page for Gravity Hill or Magnetic Hill, there's just like locations and they're just all over the place. But what are they? Like Yeah, how does it work? Are What's they the science? Optical illusions it? because of the because of the horizon line. And when again when you look on Google Maps and so you you can't see the horizon. You can't because of where you are in the foothills, you can't see the horizon. So but I don't understand how not seeing the horizon makes a downhill slope look uphill. Like that I don't either. Crazy. That takes a much 
smarter person That's than some me. science. Yeah, we need. I mean, because we had back in my hometown, we had like the you know, we had something like that where um, you'd go into this field. But the thing is, is like Illinois is basically flat. So like it could have been a little bit downhill. And you wouldn't <laughs> even know. But it was the same thing where like you could have handprints on the back of your car <laughs> and like the. But the thing is, is like no one went out there sober exactly so it's like <laughs> of course you re- of course something happened yeah <laughs> of course and that's something what e- strange everybody happened. on the yelp page is like if you're under 18 have a ball like, <laughs> yeah. buy buy yourself some talcum powder there's a right aid on lake just keep going <laughs> like, keep driving until you can find the right aid and come back and you know we'll have a ball but otherwise you know it, it'll Stay still home. work though rent ready player one <laughs> <laughs> or or not? Uh, um, How dare you? That movie was so much fun. Have <laughs> <laughs> to say about that movie. <laughs> Couple of haters, but um, yeah. I mean, the suicide br- or not suicide bridge? The Gravity Hill thing. It's a it's a real phenomenon. It's like yeah. I, said, I would love to know what the hell that is. What is it? What is it? I need weird wonders of the world to get on this. Yeah, show. if it is some weird magnetic like Earth Twilight Zone spot. Why are they there? Like, what happened there? Like, or, I wonder or, if it's like a, a ley line or something. Yeah, right? yeah, maybe something crazy like that. But it has to be something, and it shows up in different spots. So it's like, what's going on in all these different locations? Is there some? Is sort it of like a longitude and latitude commonality? Latitude, latitude, a longitude and latitude. It could be something. We have to find the commonality between all the different Gravity Hill magnetic hill locations. We do. What's going on? That's going to be my life mission starting now. And Actually, all, I quit the podcast. They all form an arrow pointing right to this apartment. Right to this apartment. <laughs> That's why you float when you come inside. Have you guys noticed that you're like a foot above the couch right but now? But if you move this tag here yeah. and this tag here, hello? Hello? An arrow. <laughs> so, I mean, this Gravity Hill location is quite close to JPL and the NASA labs, and I'm yeah. convinced they're oh. building a portal to the under the underground. It's under, about to get upside some, down. It's yep. about to get misty up in here. Yes. You know Where what I'm saying? Dimension is. There's a portal to the upside down at NASA JPL in Pasadena. I know. Oh, 100%. There's a reason. Don't you love it when they just like shoot off rockets and shit uh, and don't tell you about yeah. it? And then like an hour later, they're like, oh, that was us. Yeah, and it's like, ghostly go alien trail in the sky. <laughs> yes. Oh, don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm us. getting all these texts that are like, go outside right now, there's a UFO. Yeah. And then like 40 <laughs> minutes later, they're like, who's oh, Sorry. Yeah. We shot off a stupid thing. Elon Musk. It's like, <laughs> Tesla. What a, what a, <laughs> launching rockets. What a fucking. Yeah. So, a so that's Gravity Hill in Pasadena. Um, it's bananas. All of mine you can go to. You can go to tonight if you're so inclined. Yeah, if you live in L.A. <laughs> Cathedral High School is on Bishop's Road and Broadway in Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Go check Chi-town. it out. Lots of fun. But so uh, we have one more. Oh, yeah. We have one more, more in California. So here's a weird one that has a little bit of a backstory when our friends... Jennifer and Ray were over at her house. And oh, my God. Forget where this came up, but our friend Ray, who's pretty funny, mentioned in Sierra Madre, which is just up the street from Altadena, that there is a little people commune. And I was immediately was just like... Call it, you can call it Tiny what? Town. 
tiny town. <laughs> That's what they and call it. And I was it? just it's like, what, Ray? That's what I call Excuse it. Excuse me. Oh. He's like, oh yeah, like I've seen, I've seen a bunch of like little people up in the hills, and I'm just like, Excuse me. Excuse me. And I've always thought of it, and I did a little research, and that stems off of. That's kind of a little urban, a local urban well, the, legend. The of thing this around, area. yeah. If you ask people, like, oh, have you ever heard of like the little people like neighborhood in the hills? And we're talking like dwarfs. Every yeah, yeah, like little yes, people. We are talking like, dwarfs. Everybody's just like, oh yeah, the little people neighborhood. Yeah, it's up there. I know where it is. Where is it? What? It's around there. It's over there. Oh. But where though? It's over there. I, I, I've it's seen over there. Once. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My or, mom took me. Oh, they me. tore it down. You won't see it anymore. It's gone. But people, all a lot of people that are. Yeah. LA uh, na- I would LA say natives. LA natives, yeah. yeah, San Gabriel Valley natives, LA natives, just are like, oh yeah, everybody knows about like the little people neighborhood. So where this comes from, after some urban legend research, there are many versions of the Southern California. They call it Ville. Right. We'll refrain from saying on yeah. the podcast because I feel like that's sort of like the N word for little people. It is. So we'll say we'll say tiny town. We <laughs> little peopleville. Just, just like little peopleville. <laughs> Um, so there are tiny town makes me think of the the like cartoon town in <laughs> in Who Framed Roger Rabbit like toon, 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 toon town. But anyways, tiny town. So go on. There is a few possible origins of the story in Los Angeles, and one is in Long Beach, and the other is in Riverside. And the one in Long Beach, the version is the legend, shall we say, mm-hmm. was that actors who were used on the set of The Wizard of Oz, um, none of whom are listed in the movie's credits, used their money that they made from the movie to build a tiny village. How are they they credited in The Wizard of Oz? I think they're just the the singing munchkins. The singing munchkins. That's what they're credited as? What a jip. At least they didn't use midget in the... Can you not say jip anymore? Sorry, jip. At least they didn't use in the credits so of the movie though so so <laughs> it said that they built their community in a small isolated area the virginia country club in the bixby knolls community of long beach and it's said bixby that there knolls was store that there were short stop signs small doors and regular size houses and strange keep out and turnaround signs in front of the gated community and there's an abundance of he said she said stories that led investigators to the La Linda community of Long Beach. So even at the time, there's no real photographs of this, but people always talk about it. Interesting. Yeah, that's the thing. There's no pictures of this ta- of, of the tiny town. Well, there was a keep out sign. Yeah, well. So. What are you going to do? But yeah, yeah but, but it's funny no, when you do there. research on there's this and you look at message boards and there's people that are just like, oh, I know where it is. Adamant about Everybody, how yeah. they. I know where it is. They know exactly where it is. I know exactly is. where it is. Yeah, I've they've seen it. seen it. They've seen the people. Yeah. These are these are also people leaving comments on. Message boards. A random. <laughs> yeah. Very true. And this isn't 4chan. <laughs> yeah. This isn't past credit. <laughs> this is like. Tiny Town Message Board. Confidential. (laughs) Tiny Town Confidential. So then there's one, there's a notable one in Riverside that people always talk about. And it's the most particular of the theories surrounding Tiny Town was that it was in Hillside Drive in La Jolla near Riverside. And it was built by the Dahl family in 1935. The Dahl family was a group of four little people siblings who were brought to the U.S. from Germany in the 1920s by a businessman Barnum. by 
by the name of Bert Earl. So they were sort of, I mean, vaudevillian little people. And right. little people like back a... in the day always gravitated towards show business, show the business, yeah. the circus, entertainment. And uh, the Dahl family, they have a few notable appearance appearances in movie history. One of them, one of a few of which is the Lon Chaney film from like, like the Wolfman. Yes. Lon Chaney. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and uh, just speculate that the Dahl family, that Dahl is not their given name. Probably not. Okay. Oh, yeah. doll, D O L L. Yeah, I was the thinking doll, doll like road doll. Yeah. Oh no, go They're on. Like doll. Uh, um, yeah. So in no, a Lon Chaney movie not, called The Unholy Three, born. and yes, it they were in The Wizard of Oz too. And in 1935, furniture maker turned uh, architect Cliff May constructed four houses on Hillside Drive in La Jolla for them. The houses had extraordinary small front doors, very low windows, tiny fireplaces, and miniature outbuildings. It it has been proposed that these four houses were built for the Dahl family, citing the small features of the houses. The doll the house's blueprints can be found in the book MGM When Lions Roar and L. Frank Baum, who wrote The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, uh-huh. lived in La Jolla in the nineteen twenties and th- and the thirties. Although only one of these houses exists today, searchers cannot seem to agree which Riverside Drive address the last possible doll house is located. So even this one, nobody really knows where it is. Where it and is? even it said one of them exists today. I can't find any evidence. Any actual ev- hard evidence that it, that it does. So Interesting. Yeah, it's a very speculated we have one in, um, uh, we talk about it before on the show, Alton, Illinois, which is where like the Thunderbird originates from and there's a bunch of haunted things in Alton, Illinois. It's it's basically like the Bermuda Triangle of the Midwest. <laughs> um, but um, uh, in the 60s, I think it was, they found in like the middle of the woods, they found this tiny grouping of like six or seven small homes and all the furniture was small and all the doors were small and of course they were like goblins lived here (laughs) but they researched it and it turns out barnum and bailey used to stop there all the time it was like right in the center of a ton of different like chicago st louis like all these different places and the little people that were involved with Barnum Bailey actually had small homes there. Oh, wow. So it was actually like a little person village in the middle of Alton, Illinois, in the middle of the forest. But in the woods. forest? Well, I don't think it was forest at okay. the time. I oh, think it was okay. probably at the time in like the 30s or 20s, 30s, whenever Barnum and Bailey was huge. Uh-huh. Like, I think that it was probably a little bit more populated. Like, it could have been a fairground uh, situation. Okay. And uh, at this point, it was like a clearing in the middle of like woods. Wow. Yeah. It's hard out there for a little person. Yeah, no shit. I mean, I'd want I'd want a scale yeah. house. I wouldn't want to live in an average size house. It's yeah. like you're I climbing mean, think all over of, everything. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. And even think of like, think of like Andre the Giant. Like oh, the yeah, kind of totally. shit that he had to adjust to yeah. being the size that he was. Well, the thing about little people too is that they're... Bodies aren't always in great condition. I know they're like joint That's problems true. and like skeletal it, and like not even even the giantism. Yeah, even so Andre the Giant had horrible having horrible, to adjust to a home that's not built for you has mm-hmm. got to be like 
10 times as hard over like time you know like so. today with technology it's probably a lot easier yeah. but like you were saying back in that time or back in like the 20s oh, and 30s with barnum and bailey like you would have to almost build furniture yeah. that was your size you it, there, mm-hmm. there's no yeah. like technology to yeah. help you should we get a refill on wine before we go to montana i think so Woo-hoo. okay that's all the time we have this week for Keep It Weird. Make sure you follow Scott and Pete on Instagram. We've already tagged them, but just in case you don't follow us, which one, why don't you follow us? But two, Scott is at Scott Youngballer and Pete is at Peter Lasagna. And you can also follow Pete's podcast at Very Special Television, which Lauren and I love and guessed it on last season. So if you haven't listened to that, check it out. It's so funny. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Keep It Weird Cast and our Facebook page, Keep It Weird. Head to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast to check out ways you can donate to the show and get bonus material. We've got newsletters. We've already begun our Halloween countdown newsletters. We've got mini-sodes with Handsome Joe, and we've also sent out free stickers and buttons to our patrons. Join us next week for part two of Urban Legends when we share crazy lore from Montana, Arkansas, and Illinois. A little advice from one weirdo to another. Remember to hold your breath while you pass that graveyard. Never flash a car without their headlights on. And always check your back seat. Have a great week, guys. Keep it weird. I like that the new rosé thing, it's like... Cans? Well, vineyards probably like just took rose. their bottles of, like, white zin and just slapped rosé on it. Yeah. And it's it sells a lot more. Is and it it's more not, trendy to be rosé oh, than yeah. white zin? Rosé is yeah. really big right now. Rosé all day. It's really hot right now. It's really hot right now. Uh. In more ways than one. Uh. <laughs>